Welcome to Wellversed, where we bring biblical principles of governance to governmental leaders and you. This is the Wellversed podcast. Today's an anniversary. This is the fourth anniversary, the beginning of Wellversed ministry. I had been a pastor of a church for 40, almost 50 years. And uh, today, four years ago, was the first time I was not a pastor of a church for a very long time. And so we launched the ministry called Wellversed, actually four years ago, effectively today, November 16th, 2018. So we're well, welcome to our fourth birthday party. We're still young and learning our way, but we sure thank God for the way you've all supported it. One who was walking with us in that time, who helped us before we even launched it, and then helped us enormously at the launching, was our very good friend, Congresswoman Michelle Bachman. She's in demand all over the country. She's jumping airplanes every day right now. And we caught her right before she goes on to the speaking stage this moment to have her do a couple of things. One is just to share us, share with us the condition of our nation. I wish I had a better report from the U.S. Senate. Congresswoman, I don't know if you know, have you heard how the Senate just voted a little bit ago? 62, 12 Republicans voted along to uh, against God's definition of marriage is the bottom line, which was kind of a shocker. 62 to 37, I think the vote actually was. So this is not a good report for the condition of our nation. Uh, the good news is Jesus is still Lord. The bad news is America is in trouble. But you've walked with us through so much, Congresswoman. Uh, bring greetings to the people and the condition of our nation, whatever else is on your heart, before you have to get off to go speak. Well, Jim and I, I, Rosemary, I'm so thankful that you invited me to be on. I'm so proud of the Wellverse ministry. You began the Wellverse ministry in the United States Capitol for the express purpose of bringing a church service back into the Capitol that had existed from the time of Thomas Jefferson. And you were committed to bringing that church service back. And you were committed to ensuring through the book that you wrote, Wellverse, to make sure that members of Congress and their staff understood what the Bible said about various issues. It's amazing how relevant the Bible is here in Congress and in every governmental capital around the world, because the Bible has something to say about almost every issue there is. Your book is so important. And if people haven't purchased that book, if they aren't learning from that book, I urge them today to get that book. From there at the United States Capitol, you moved on to the United Nations. You began a ministry at the United Nations that continued up until the time of the pandemic when the United Nations was shut down. You've been extremely active in so many areas, and that's why I'm so proud to be a part of you past, present, and future, because this ministry is a ministry globally. It isn't just a ministry in, in America. It is a global work of God. And I'm so proud of all of you. And that's why I want to say thank you to, to you today and happy birthday to you today for four years of faithful service with Wellversed. Well, it was just eight days ago that we had our strategic election here in the United States. And that election, the results of which we don't even know for sure, those results are continuing to come in. It's an election unlike any that I have known in my lifetime or that I've observed in my lifetime. I just want to give you a couple of thoughts. These are not well-versed thoughts. These are my thoughts, Michelle Bachman's thoughts. And as we went into this election, one thing that was extremely important is that so many in the church prayed prior to this election. They were sensible of the danger, the spiritual danger that the United States was in. 
We have people here in America and people all over the world praying and fasting for these elections. And why is that? Because in my lifetime, I have never experienced 21 months of seeing the United States descend in um, chaos and in negativity in almost every realm of measurement. We have had, we experienced together the worst 21 months in our lifetimes in the United States of America. And it wasn't just Republicans that felt that way. It was independents. It was Democrats. It was people who'd never thought about being political before. But they knew one thing. They didn't like the direction of the country. Just prior to the election on that weekend, uh, NBC News put out a poll that said that 81%, 81% of all Americans thought that the United States was going in the wrong direction. Uh, Bobby Kennedy, the former attorney general, said if 80% of the American people agree on anything, it's unanimous. And so it was essentially unanimous in the United States that America was on the wrong path and people wanted to vote. There was polling done just prior to election day and also during exit polling showing 68% of the people voting intended to vote on the issue of inflation. Well, virtually 0% wanted more inflation. So that means 68% of the people voting, their number one issue was inflation. They were upset about what was happening to them economically. They were upset about so many things, crime, uh, the transgender issue with our children. That's what was on people's minds. And so on election day, David Barton and I were doing election night coverage for Daystar TV, Victory Channel, various other Christian TV outlets. And something happened that I'd never experienced before. Election returns came in slower than I have ever seen in my life. It was boring. And while we were on air, I had said, you know, I, I, I just have the idea. I wonder if these returns are purposely being slow walked into being reported so that people will turn off their TVs and go to bed because bad things happen after dark. It was just speculation. And then as the night was wearing on, it was clear that the results weren't coming in anything like what was predicted. If you recall, literally for months, beginning at the beginning of summer, the poll results were saying, both conservative and liberal poll results were saying that Republicans were going to have a big win. There was going to be a red wave. And as a matter of fact, in the weekend prior to the election, if you looked at all the Democrat channels, MSNBC, CNN, the anchors all looked like their best friend had died or like their dog had died. They were all, they were all admitting, well, I guess the Democrats didn't listen to the voters. I guess we're going to get hammered. I guess things are really going to go bad. And you can tell this was genuine on their faces. They knew they were going to get hammered. So that night, election night, after 21 months of misery and pain in almost every possible way in the United States, remember that was from George Floyd on, during the election results, we saw results that just made you scratch your head, that belied any comprehension. I just was with people from New York today saying that New York was well in Lee Zeldin territory, that the governorship in Pennsylvania was completely headed toward Mastriano, that Fetterman didn't have a chance as the Senate candidate. People across America were, were looking at these results, but when the results came in, in fact, it was just the opposite. 
And so if, if, if you were like more than half of the people in the United States and question if funny business happened in 2020 when Donald Trump, the, the president who received more votes than any incumbent president ever in our history was defeated by Joe Biden, who sat in his basement, who on eight days ago had an approval rating of 28%. On election day this year, he had approval of 28%. If, if you wondered if the results just weren't quite uh, kosher in 2020 and you thought it was fraud, my opinion is this is fraud 2.0 that we just looked at in this last election. Again, just my opinion alone. And yet it almost seemed like on election night, um, an invisible presence was spraying a fog over America. Lies were being spewed everywhere, it seemed. And it's like a fog of delusion was being sprayed. And just like we were told in 2020, don't even question the election results. Be quiet. You're going to get thrown off social media. People were thrown out of their jobs. They were fired if they questioned the 2020 results. It was like after COVID with fear and having to stay inside, and not be able to speak and cancel your voice, it was like on an election night, something weird happened. A delusion set in. And people thought, well, I guess this is what it is. I, I guess people went into the polls and they didn't have Joe Biden on their minds. I guess they must have had Donald Trump on their minds. They must really hate Donald Trump. That must be why all the people Trump endorsed lost. I guess the pro-life issue, which has run one election after election, must actually be a clunker of an issue. I guess now pro-abortion is the issue. And so the takeaway in the nation's headlines the next day was that Trump had lost the election for Republicans and that people really did like Joe Biden. They really did like his agenda. And contrary historically to every other midterm election in the past, the president's party didn't lose seats, at least it didn't appear to lose seats. And so the final result, eight days out at this point with elections still being counted, is that the result is in a change election year, when we, in all likelihood, if there had been no foul play, we would have seen results so profound that these results would have affected America decades into the future. I believe that's actually what did happen. I believe those were the results. But because of all of the rigging that went on with this election, we got a very different result. And the result was this. Donald Trump was the problem. Pro-life was the problem. We shouldn't talk about moral issues. And we're happy with Joe Biden. And so go back to sleep. This is the way it is. Get back in your box. Resistance is futile. This is the way life is going to be. Don't say anything, don't resist. And what I wanna say is resist the lies because when we believe lies, Romans one says, then we go into delusion. And the, the Bible predicts that in the last days that there will be <clears throat> tremendous delusion. So I just wanna encourage everyone that have your own opinion on this, do your own research on this, but, do not go into delusion. Do not repeat lies. Keep your head about you. And if something really seems wrong, it's very likely that it is wrong. So we'll see how all of this goes. But you've heard today, Mitch McConnell was voted in 
as the leader in the Senate. And Kevin McCarthy yesterday was voted in as the leader in the House. 17 years ago, when I came to Congress, Mitch McConnell was the leader. And after a loser year, the same people get put into, into office. Rona McDaniel reportedly is going to run again to head the RNC. So what does that mean? We're exactly in the same position we were before the election, before a change election. And I think that's exactly what the people from the World Economic Forum, from the G20, the B20, from COP27, which is the climate uh, meeting that just happened in Sharm el-Sheikh, where they had 100 so-called faith leaders climb the historic Mount Sinai and received 10 commandments of one world religion, earth worship. This is the moment that we're in right now. And that's why, as Rosemary said, I did everything my sister said. At this moment in history, we need to be like Jesus said. We need to be the 10 vir virgins with our oil lamps full, awaiting our coming king, occupying every second until he comes, but recognizing the time that we're in and not going along and repeating the lies and the delusion that we're being told. We need to speak up, we need to tell the truth, and that's why Wellversed is so important on this fourth anniversary of its existence, because the purpose of Wellversed is to tell the truth, the truths that exist in the Bible. That gives us such utter joy and great hope and the more we know the word and lift up the word, the more that we follow the Lord's ways, we will be in the right place at the right time, rejoicing at our soon and coming King. So happy birthday and thank you, Jim and Rosemary for well-versed. I'm so proud of you, good and faithful servants. Oh, thank you for Rose. My goodness, Rosemary, what a joy it is to yeah. partner with you. You're the one that opened our ministry in the United Nations. <clears throat> you remember, and you were even gracious enough to move there for a year in New York and help get that going with intercessory prayer. And then you're the one who, when we launched the Jefferson Gathering in Washington, D.C., you were a member of Congress. You're the one yeah. that was that, that oversaw and helped get us going and taught us what to do. We are immensely grateful for the partnership with you. You want to just close out in a quick prayer? I know you've got to go speak right now. Sure. So time to pray. Sure. Go ahead and do it if you would. Sure. This is the Latino Coalition for Israel at Museum of the Bible. So we're here to encourage the, the Latin American nations and the South American nations to bless Israel and to turn their nations toward Israel. That's what we're doing here tonight. That's what I'm about to go speak about. Father, I thank you that you have raised up Jim and Rosemary Garlow and the Wellverse Ministry. I pray for the entire team, Judy Garlow, and all those who are involved on this team who have done so much to advance the kingdom of God through this ministry. Oh Lord, would you bring everything that is needful as you use this ministry for your glory and for your honor? I pray, oh God, that you'd pour the resources, the time, the personnel into this ministry in these days ahead. We love you, Lord. We see what you have been doing in these days. The days are evil, but you are good. And so we partner with you and thank you, oh God almighty. You are the God of Israel. And it's to you and you alone that we give our praise. Amen. Thank you so much, Congresswoman. Blessings on you. 
And the Lord God knows you speak right now. Amen. I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you. We love you as well. Bye-bye now. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please read the show notes for additional details if you would like a copy of the book or resources mentioned. Remember that WellVersed is a 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. We rely on your support and partnership. Don't forget to hit subscribe to keep up to date with our latest episodes. Leave us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Thank you for listening to the WellVersed podcast. For more information, please go to www.wellversedworld.org.